0: This is Femi D. Live. A great talk show unravels your thinking, makes you stop to listen,
1: engages you in a debate of opinions. I believe this man knows what he is doing. He is is a Nigerian. And ultimately brings you to the king of talk radio, Femi D Femi D. Live.
0: This is Femi D Live.
1: Many thanks for joining me from different parts of the world. Uh, this is D live. I am Femi D Let me start by saying it's been an extended conversation around the 2019 elections. As regards what people would choose in terms of their preference of vote. What are the parameters? What will they be looking at? What are the issues that would divide, would separate, and maybe even sum it all together, decide who will be the next president of Nigeria? I had a conversation earlier today with Femi Falano, the senior advocate of Nigeria and he clearly made it known that if Nigerians are not careful, they may have lost out in this election. Because politicians are really getting better at their game and how they have held up the conversation makes a, a whole thing different. It especially takes time out to focus now on voter trading, what we would call vote buying, the act of giving money for you to support a candidate, essentially out of a preference that may be induced by money, rice, pepper, oil and the list of it. This varies for various voters depending on what they value your vote to be and how close the choice at the polls would be in the very polling unit where various voters are expected to vote. 2019 elections expects 84 million people who have registered to possibly participate. Well, even then, the numbers may be less than this. We would see how different reactions and trails of campaign all sum up to this very election. But for now, listen to what Femi Falono had to say regarding the 2019 elections coming up.
0: Vote trading during the February and March election. Um, I would think, frankly speaking, that uh, the organizers are very partial in the sense that you are only out to challenge those who receive money to vote or those who trade in votes. You have left out those who spent money on campaigns beyond the stipulation, beyond the stipulation of the electoral act. You have left out those who are collecting money or being offered money or parties that are offering money to people to decamp, money spent on decampies. You have left out the money that is spent on the media to manipulate stories and make funny and funny projections. You don't know this. I mean, if you read some newspapers now, you will see maps, demographic, you know, impressions, or who will win where some of these are designed to create psychological weight psychological you know (laughs) warfare on voters we have left out money spent on pastors and malams to pray for candidates to win elections in the 2015 election it was alleged that uh, some special consultants collected almost about five billion we have also left out money spent on unemployed people to attend rallies and give the impression that parties some parties are popular what of money spent on talks to attack political opponents or disrupt rallies I'm sure you saw one in August State yesterday in Abekuta where the president and the vice president have to be shielded from those who were calling stones. What of money, huge funds spent on bribing electoral officers and security personnel. Right now, some INEC officials are being prosecuted. For the hundreds of millions of naira uh, with which they were bribed during the 2015 election. In fact, some of them have even pleaded guilty and they have been convicted. So, what we are really asked to discuss is the money, 2,000, 3,000 naira, given to the poor to vote. And that is why I'm saying we are very partial in our discussion. Somebody was saying that uh, those who are going to vote should not go to the booths two hours behind them. I can assure you, majority of the elites, including many of us, including some of us who are here, are not going to vote. 16th of February and 2nd of March are holidays for the elites going to be watching their television and sending forwarding text messages on that day. It is the poor, those who are attending those values who are likely to participate in the electoral process. By virtue of section 124, 124 of the Electoral Act, 2010 has amended Any form of inducement, big money, gifts, even promises, any form of inducement is a serious criminal offense. But since 1999, Nobody has been prosecuted for inducing voters, yet we see we witness inducement during our elections. In the case of Falai and Obasanjo, which was decided in 1999, the court of appeal held that even though there was evidence that money rice bags of rice and salt were distributed by the PDP that was the allegation yes you are correct but there is no evidence to prove that the beneficiary of the General Olushev from John directed the party to distribute or to give out any form of gifts for the election. Therefore, since then, it has always been difficult to prove that the beneficiaries of inducement directly gave instructions to their parties or, or their agents to distribute money or rice or salt or whatever. In other words, the law is there. The provisions of the law are stringent. But our courts have repeatedly held that once you cannot establish a nexus, a link between the winner of an election and those who took money either from their agents or their political parties there is nothing we can do about that I therefore would like to say that TMG, you have your job cut out for you Uh, yes I think what we are now challenging what we are now currently with is the open open brazen distribution of money on the day of election but I understand politicians are already learning Uh, text messages are already going around Uh, during the last election civil servants who had not been paid for about eight months before then suddenly got a lot on the eve of election they got a lot of you know telling them that 3,000 are dropped in their accounts I will not be surprised if this has also started since you are now TMG is now saying don't do it in the open It's likely to be done secretly before the election. So, if we really want to challenge the violation of the Electoral Act via monetization of politics in our country, we have to go beyond those who are likely to be arrested on the day of election. But I I don't think it's very difficult because on that day which is a holiday and Nigeria is one of the countries in the world where you have declared holidays for election in other countries including our neighboring country, it's a normal event you leave your office you vote and go back to your office but it's not quite so there. Yeah. so on that day with the cooperation of the police and the other security personnel It is very easy to arrest those who are distributing money or taking money around. It's very easy. What to do thereafter is another thing. The police will normally do their own work by charging those who breach the law to court. Not just uh, those who distribute money. Talks. Uh, ballot box snatchers and so on and so forth are usually arrested on the day of election. And they are charged to court thereafter for breaching the provisions of the Electoral Act. But all over the country, all over the country those cases are usually withdrawn quietly by all the attorneys general who are serving the ruling party. And usually the ruling parties in each of the states have a greater number of thugs mm. and criminal elements who support them. So once they are charged, the attorney general will find no prosecute. Because once the elections are over, the members of the public will lose interest in whatever happens. And then you are told, if you are dissatisfied with the criminality perpetrated on the day of election, go to the tribunal. And when you get to the tribunal, the court is only interested the tribunal judges are only interested in who won the election, who did not win the election. The offenses committed are usually not the business of the tribunal. Whereas, after the second republic, the tribunal will recommend the trial of those who are proven to have committed electoral offenses these days, beneficiaries of electoral fraud are allowed to participate in a rerun election if the election had to be reconducted. And so, we have an inbuilt system that encourages the commission of electoral offenses. What was done by the country under the previous regime, it was generally agreed that to stop electoral offenses and collusion between electoral offenders and the government, either at the federal or state level, we should have an electoral offenses tribunal that would just like election petitions tribunal, deal with those who commit electoral offenses during elections.
1: Nothing breaks the news like the news. Trust me, I can prove it. I'm ready. ready. Let's take on the biggest debates on radio, provide insights, experience, and build an unforgettable discussion together. I am Femi D. Amelie. Let's talk. With Femi Live, is on.